in-depth and God-filled conversations with some of the brightest names in contemporary Christian music and worship. This is The Artist Interview with Gordon T. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my privilege to bring to you Christian artists from around the world, bringing you great music and amazing faith-building stories. Uh, This week we've got Ty Brassel. Uh, He's got some great tracks and stories to share. Looking forward to hearing from him in just a moment, but let's hear his first track. This is When Worlds Collide from his album, The Divine Storm. This song might make God's playlist Might get sung by angels Might hear the voice of the nations Lift these words while they praising This might block temptation This might ease tribulation When you catch that vibration Might get a healing sensation I know life crazy, outrageous Seem like the evil overtaking I know the wickedness is raging I see the blood on the pavement Look at what we created It's wild out here, it's so dangerous People losing hope, they getting jaded People lost faith, they stopped praying and they said that I heard joy comes in the morning But most days, the days filled with mourning And I'm torn in pieces Cause all I see is torment The lightning, the rain keeps storming The world keeps spinning in orbit But one day the world come crashing down One day you hear that trumpet sound And that was When Worlds Collide by Ty Brassel Hey Ty, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me It's an absolute pleasure Now, you're not hugely well known yet in the UK but it's great to have this opportunity to connect with you. Where, where in the world are you, sir? Yes, sir. I am in Memphis, Tennessee in the United States. And is, is that your hometown? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, so I grew up in uh, Mississippi, uh, like right on the border of Memphis. It's called Olive Branch. And uh, but, you know, always in and out of Memphis, uh, in and out of Mississippi. So kind of down here, it's just kind of all it all blends in for us. Somewhere, somewhere down down the south of America. Down south side, yeah. Absolutely. Is it sunny where you are? Uh, it is. It is cold. It is cold. Okay. So in the in the UK, we've had a sort of like, wow, going around zero degrees Celsius. I've got no idea what that is in Fahrenheit, but but freezing. So so we've had, we've had- oh that yeah. Well, I was in Amsterdam um, three or four weeks ago, so I was visiting uh, and working on some music, and it was very cold. But they said, you know, usually it's way colder. You got lucky you know, but it still felt very cold to me. So I don't know. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're probably fairly similar to Amsterdam. So, okay. Um, so I'd love to know about your life story really, because I know you've got a story that really needs to be shared. Uh, and um, actually, I just want to give the floor to you. Tell us about your growing up and tell us how on earth you came to be following Jesus. Yeah, man. So, um, <clears throat> you know, growing up, I, uh, I was definitely my mom tried to raise me in church um, and she, she, she would make me get up and go to church every Sunday, but I didn't, I didn't really want to be there. And I wasn't present when I was there. Um, and I was rebellious and I was, you know, I, I tried to, I don't know. I, I had a, you know, my family situation was tough growing up. You know, my parents got divorced when I was eight or nine and I was already becoming very, you know, I felt misunderstood and I felt uh, kind of alone. And so I, I wasn't really interested in the thought of church or God. And, you know, I, I did, I got saved when I was around eight or so. You know, I remember when my grandfather died, I, I believed in Jesus, but I, I didn't really know what that meant. But kind of a turning point that I remember uh, in my life was getting uh, um, a Christian rap CD 
uh, when I was, gosh, I guess I was 11 or 12. And, and uh, my my Sunday school teacher, who um, he knew that I wasn't paying attention and he knew that I could care less. He gave me a Lecrae CD. It was, it was called After the Music Stops. And uh, that's a big part of my testimony because when I heard it, I, I just couldn't believe how, one, how good it was, but there was this power behind it that was really moving me at the time. I felt kind of empty and it, it really spoke to me. And, uh, you know, I really had an encounter with God that day, I would say for maybe one of the first times. And then I, I you know, as, as I got older, um, I got, I definitely got uh, fully immersed um, in the lifestyle, uh, the, the wrong lifestyle. You know, I, I started, um, doing drugs, selling drugs, um, going to partying all the time. You know, I was really into sports, but I, I lost my focus for sports. I just, you know, I think once again, I felt very empty and I was searching for something, searching for identity, searching for meaning. Yeah. What sort of age was this? Then? Uh, this had to be 16, seven, 15, 16, 17. Did, did your parents know what was going on? Were you living with your mom or living with your dad at that point? Yeah, I was living with my mom and, uh, and she had remarried and there wasn't the best relationship there for me, uh, you know, probably because of me, you know, but I, it was, you know, it was a tough situation. So I was escaping, you know, and I was leaving the house all the time and going and doing my own thing and, you know, and she, I think she knew that, um, that I was up to no good, but I don't think she knew exactly what, but I did end up getting caught with, uh, with drugs and I got arrested a couple of times. And so it, it definitely was a, a bittersweet ending to my high school because I'd, I had all these big dreams for sports and all these things, but I really kind of lost my way, lost my focus. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I hit kind of a rock bottom towards the end of high school. Um, because of that, you know, I lost my opportunities and I was, you know, just really feeling lost and, uh, and, and God really showed up again, um, uh, it, through conversations with friends, through rock bottom experiences myself and, uh, really showed me that, that he cared for me and that he, he had a plan for me, for my life. So I go to college, I go to Ole Miss, uh, it's called Ole Miss, it's um, the University of Mississippi. And um, I, I started doing music while I was out there. I didn't really have a purpose for being there. I just knew I was supposed to go to college. That's just what you do. But I knew I didn't really have an interest in anything. You, what, what was it you were studying at uni? Um, I picked the default course. I think it was called liberal arts. Oh, so isn't, that's not music at all uh, then. But I, I, I just, whatever the default major was, that's what I picked. I was just going there because I didn't know what I was doing with my life or what I was, where I was going, what was going on. So I just went and, uh, but I ended up starting working on music with a friend and we started, we, this is, uh, before I was doing Christian music and, and we had a group called the comfortable kids. And, um, we were, we were really starting to, uh, have a big buzz, you know, but we were once again immersed in in a bad lifestyle and uh, and talking, you know, about evil things in the music. And, uh, you know, I couldn't play my music for my mom, my grandma. That really hurt me. And uh, so finally, um, you know, I got arrested for the final time. I think it was the third or fourth time my freshman year of college and, and in the jail cell. Uh, I remember having a moment where I realized that I was uh that I was going to waste my life. I mean, I, I keep messing up all my opportunities and I keep 
I'm going down a path that's going to end up, you know, either uh, deceased or or end up in in prison. And uh, I just knew that God had great things for me and that he had called me to do so much more with my life. And so I kind of had an awakening moment, you know, where I realized like I, I, I have to do something. I have to change my ways. I have to change my life so that I can thrive and prosper and do all the great things that God has called me to. And so, uh, you know, it was a slow process, but I did. I, I, I began that journey and, um, you know, by the providence of God, my laptop got stolen uh, with the project that me and my friend were getting ready to release. And so that's when he began to call me to go solo, start my solo career and do Christian music. And um, was, was, did, did you have no backup? The whole, the whole of the project just disappeared with your laptop? It disappeared. And it was a sad time for me because we spent a couple of year, a year or two working on it. And we were we were very popular at the time, especially on campus and around my hometown. Like we had a great buzz going. And I do believe we would have probably had a lot of success because we were we were very talented and the music was very new sounding. And but like I said, I, I believe God allowed it to happen. My laptop got stolen. Um, in a matter of 30 seconds, when I walked out of a room in, in college and came back, it was gone. And I never saw it again. And, it, and all the music was gone. And um, I, I was depressed for about six months after that. You know, I felt like I let him down, let myself down, you know, the people down. Uh, but then over time, I look back and I see how much of a blessing it was. You know, Yeah, God, God totally pivoted your roots, kept you, kept you gifting and your skill set but diverted you so that you could use what you have to, to glorify him. So your grandma, you just mentioned her briefly in there saying you couldn't play your music to her. So was she a churchgoer? So my grandmother uh, was Jewish and uh, my, <clears throat> my whole mother's side of the family is Jewish. And um, she, so my, my mother uh, became a messianic Jew. Uh, Jewish woman in high school. So she believed in Jesus and um, herself and the rest of the family. That was a big point of contention mm. for a long time because the rest of the family, they didn't accept that. And, and she did. And she, and that was why she raised me that way, you know? Um, and so uh, she was a religious person, but she she wasn't uh, she wasn't Christian. I understand. I understand. Okay. Well, amazing heritage to have though, and uh, not not yes. often that I get to speak to someone who's who's got a mom who's a messianic Jew. It's um, it's uh, it's amazing hearing some of the stories coming out from within that sort of um, culture as well. So okay, so Absolutely. there you are, aged aged what at this point when that album when that project's just gone? Uh, I was eighteen. So this was 10, okay. 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. So you mentioned getting arrested and you mentioned being in that police cell and you knowing you've got to change your life. Uh, at that moment when you were thinking about it, did you go, I know that I have to get right with God or did God speak to you or was it that just you just worked it out over the next period? I believe God spoke to me. You know, I definitely believe that the spirit was uh, communicating a message to me uh, that um, this is not where I belong, you know, and that this is not my future. And I think 
I was so just, I had become so numb. And so uh, there was a lot of things going on inside of me that I didn't realize I needed to heal from and that I was trying to escape them and run from them. And, uh, you know, I was just just broken and, and didn't really realize how broken I was at the time. And But I, I do believe that, that God was speaking to me and, you know, and I and I did act on it. You know, I got out and I didn't go back and I began to, you know, uh, changed my habits and I, I I reached out to all the people in my life and I told them, you know, I'm sorry for any grievances I've caused you. I'm changing my life from today on. Like I will no longer be the same person. You know, I really made an effort to make it clear to everyone around me that I'm I'm serious about this this time. Like uh, there's something happening in my life and I I, I really want to I really want to do this. So yeah. <laughs> Well, and that—that's quite a stand. To, but were you also tell, were you also telling your friends who have been your friends involved in drugs, involved in all the lifestyle that went with that, the party lifestyle? Were you telling them, "I'm following Jesus now. I'm going to change," or was it you're telling the people that you knew, like your mum and and people in authority and people who you knew cared for you, but yeah. weren't involved in that scene? I told everybody. Wow. I told everybody and I and, you know, and I began to be public about it uh, because I knew I knew God already and I had already had a relationship with Jesus. But I knew that I was running. And I knew that I was um, trying to put it off until the future, you know. And so when I did have the wake up call, I felt um, already connected to Jesus and to some of the wisdom of the Bible. And it was just clear to me that there, if there was ever going to be a way that I could actually do this, I need to make it clear to my, the people in my environment so that they can change their expectations of me um, and so that they can understand why I, I'm not the same or why I'm not participating in the same things. And, you know, I never wanted them to feel as though that I was making them feel as if they were less than me or that I was better than them. I just want to know that I was different now. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I let everybody know. <laughs> wow. Well, did, did you get any pushback? Did any people say, no, you're making a bad decision and give you grief for it? Or did most people think, oh, okay, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I think at the time, you know, people supported me and they were like, you know, that's good. I don't, I don't know if people believed me. Because, because, you know, I don't think this was the first time that I'd made a stand to change my life. And so I'm not sure how serious people thought I was or, or whether or not they, they thought it would make too much of a difference. Like, okay, that's cool if that's what you believe, but, you know, uh, things will still be the same, you know. So, but, um, but they weren't. I ended up dropping out of college. Uh, I actually left school at the end of that year to uh, to pursue music full time because I was in college, I was wasting money um, uh, because I didn't know what, why I was there and I wasn't paying attention in class. I was only working on music. Um, so I ended up leaving school and pursuing music uh, full time. Um, of course, I, I had a job at the time, but yeah, it was a it was a drastic turn this particular time. So you, you come to yourself to Godfully, you've got the gift of music, you want to chase after music being your career. There's probably a lot of people who say they want music as their career and nothing actually works out, even if they make some great music. 
how did God open the doors and what, what things were put in place and how did the connections get made so that you could be signed to such a great record label as, uh, as Curb Word? Yeah, it's, you know, I kept seeing just, um, just divine help and, and, and guidance along the way. You know, when I left school, I definitely, there was a period of time for about a year and a half before I actually ended up putting a song out. You know, I started a clothing line and I tried and I, and I got a job working at a, um, at a sweatshop, you know, printing clothes and doing that thing. And I was trying to save up money and I was recording a a project this whole time. I, I got connected with a, a church in this area that had a, a multi-million dollar recording studio, you know, they had really put their all into uh, the studio in hopes that, you know, uh, they really believed in Christian music. And so I met a guy uh, just through the internet, just reached out and I met this guy named Terry. Who, he goes by 20. That's his producer name, but I ended up getting connected with him and he engineered my first project. But more than that, he became a mentor figure to me. He was a very, he's a very wise guy. Uh, but he's also in music. And uh, so, I, you know, God started bringing people into my life that helped me to grow and flourish in my gifting, but also in uh, in my studies and in my understanding. And, uh, you know, definitely began to see as he was bringing pieces into my life, people into my life, um, you know, slowly, but sure, very slow growth. Um, you know, it was... Uh, even when I met the guy who signed me from the label, I knew him for maybe two years before he actually decided to sign me. He was just uh, watching me develop, watching me grow. And, um, you know, I was a little discouraged about that because I didn't know, like, well, I kept trying to, like, what should I change this? Should I do this? But it was just looking back, it was definitely just God's timing uh, the way it happened. So that was in December 2017 when I announced that I signed with uh, Curb Word Records and, uh it's, we're going on five years now, and uh, we just kind of laid the groundwork, and so we're just going to keep going and, uh, and and just keep doing the thing. Wow. And during that time, which artists have you collaborated with, which maybe we might have heard of? Uh, well, I, uh, I have done some – I've done a couple of collaborations with uh, Lecrae. I've done a few collaborations with KB. Uh, I collaborated with Trip Lee. Um I collaborated with 1K Few and What Up RG, a lot of the uh, guys from Reach Records. Um, I collaborated with uh, Jay Monty and Aha Gazelle, uh, Paris Careers, a lot of the um, the guys in my class who are just incredible. Uh, collaborated with Melody um, Wagner. She's from Hillsong Young and Free. I think they're in Australia. Uh, I've had I've, and a lot of producers as well, you know, um, uh, Dirty Rice, Juice Bangers, Joseph Prolozny, some greats in our space. But I've just I've had the opportunity to really connect on a deeper level, de- deeper level with these people as well, uh, and get to know their heart and who they are as people. And man, there's just I just so many great people, so many great experiences, and it makes the music better when you have a chance to connect with somebody on a personal level. You know, when you collaborate, it it, it comes out more genuine and authentic and expressive, and so. Uh, you know, I've been very blessed, you know, because I remember when I was just getting started, like these are people that I'm a fan of, that I'm listening to in the car as I go to work and that I'm, you know, just dreaming of collaborating one day. And then you get a chance to collaborate with them. 
And, uh, you know, that's a very special thing. You know, it's been it's been a special ride for me. It really has. You know, when, when, when you collaborated with Lecrae, did you get to say to him, when I was 11, my Sunday school teacher gave me a CD and it really changed me? I did. I did. And cool. he, he really appreciated that. He appreciated, you know, telling him, I think I think he probably you know, he's used to catching so much flack or backlash for this or that. But, you know, he really deserves a lot of love for uh, the impact that he's had, not just on me, but on my generation. And, um, you know, so I told him that and, and he was he was really appreciative of that, you know, I'm sure it was a full circle moment. Yeah, well, and I I'm, I bet as well, though, Ty, that your music is going to have similar impact for many other people as well. So that's great. Yeah, I, I you, hope you got you got you got other people's testimonies to hear of the change that your music will make for them. Now we've got another track to play from you, and it's a track that again we've picked because it's slightly more mellow than some of the other tracks. We will definitely hear something that's a bit more frantic later, but but this track's called Crossroads. So tell us about Crossroads. Why, why did you write it? What's it all about? And, uh, you know, it was a time where I was feeling uh, kind of confused and lost. Um, this was just a couple years ago. You know, the, uh, during the pandemic uh, is when I wrote this song. I was going through some tough times financially, spiritually, uh, relationally. And I felt very low. I felt broken. And I just cried out. It was It's a cry out to God, um, you know. Um, and, you know, he, he, he came through and, you know, he always... He always brings you back to faith and teaches you something and you always take something from it and become greater because of it, I believe. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, Ty Russell, this is your track, Crossroads. Crossroads by Ty Brassel, and I'm so pleased that Ty is with us here for the artist interview. Ty, thanks so much for all you've shared from your heart about the way God just took you out of those circumstances and changed things around uh, and brought you close to Him. You know, there's got to be lots of people listening who maybe are worried about friends, relations, or maybe it's themselves in a tight spot. Uh, it'd be great right now if you were happy to pray for listeners. Absolutely. God, I just come to you today and ask that you would bless those who are listening with peace, that you would give them joy, um, and that whatever they're going through, that you would just comfort them and bring your love to them. And uh, Lord, it's been a, a hard time the last few years, and I believe that a lot of people are, are struggling. A lot of people are struggling silently, and I just want to uh, pray for you today. If, if, if you're struggling or, or if you're having a hard time with life, or having a hard time figuring things out, I just want you to know that things do get better. And, um, and, and there are brighter days ahead. The best days are ahead. And uh, God, I just ask that you would continue to show them direction and guidance and, uh, and, and give them um, encouragement in the season and bring people in their lives that, that they can walk through this with. 
and uh, as well as those who are chasing after a dream uh, uh, that God has put on your heart. I just I want you to um, keep going and stay encouraged. I know sometimes it gets hard, but uh, um, you can only lose if you give up. And so, God, I pray that you would empower them and um, open up their hearts to the wonder and the possibility of the future. And um, so I pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks so very much, Ty. Um, and if you're listening in the UK, uh, maybe you're not even a Christian, you're thinking, what's, what's this Jesus all about that Ty Gordon is talking about? You know, just get along to www.findachurch.co.uk because there are many churches that would love to welcome you and help you find more out about God's love. If you're listening worldwide, one of our partner stations, contact the studio and say, can you recommend a really great church? I'm sure they would love to do that for you. Okay, Ty, so you've been with Curbword for five years, you said. So, so during that time, how, how many singles have you produced? Uh, albums? You've got an album out recently. I have released... Uh... I released, I just released my, so I, I released one mixtape that didn't count as an album, but other than that, I've released three full albums um, and a few singles. And so it's been about one a year, pretty much a project a year with singles in between. So, so tell us about your latest album. So my, my new album is called Transcendent. Um, it came out in November. We actually just released a short film and an, a 3D animated short film based on the album and it'll help give you some context of the music. Uh, it's only three minutes, so it really condenses down the best parts and really gives you a chance to experience it uh, quickly, but it also gives some, a, a story and a visual to follow along with. But Transcendent, you know, um, the idea of the album is, um, is kind of being able to go low and being able to go high, but still being able to uh, be content and find peace. Um, no matter what you go through or what you're what you're dealing with, being able to rise above any circumstances, being able to to transcend and and still um, be able to live and exist and feel okay and comfortable uh, with yourself and know that um, things will get better and to have that transcendent peace that you know there's that verse that talks about that um, God has given us a peace that transcends all understanding, you know and um, and that piece is what I'm trying to to deposit to people because I believe through the things that I've been through um, and, and having to fight through them and having to overcome them, I've been able to find this peace that I can uh, have with me no matter how bad things are going, no matter how good things are going, that I can stay grounded. Uh, so that's that's kind of the message of the new album. It, it's, a, it's a beautiful piece of work. It's got Thank 15 you. tracks on there. So can you just tell me, if you're trying to describe it as being a genre, what genre would you say the album is? Um, this album uh, is definitely uh, kind of, it's very futuristic. So maybe futuristic, inspirational rap, R&B. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> definitely uh, taking elements from, you know, I, I personally, I'm such a big fan of music and, you know, growing up, uh, my biological father, he 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 played so much music for me from all styles and all decades, and I just became a music connoisseur. And I appreciate so many of the different elements of music, you know. Um, and, and so it definitely pulls from a lot of inspiration, and it has a a uh, a Christian story being told um, of of my um, 
redemption and my restoration. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting piece of work. It, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely different, uh, but I'm so excited. Couldn't be prouder of how it turned out. So cool. So you mentioned about there being a, a short film that we can watch somewhere to learn about the album. Where do we go to see that? Yeah, so it just came out on YouTube and it's just called uh, Transcendent Short Film. You can type in Ty Brazel. Uh, it should be the first one to pop up or, you know, Ty Brazel Short Film, Transcendent Short Film. And uh, yeah, we spent about six, seven months working on it day and night. I mean, it was supposed to come out a little sooner, but we we really went to work on it and, and put a lot of time and love into it. And so super excited about that. Now, for people who don't know how to spell your name, spell your name for people. Yeah, so it's like Ty is like T-Y, real simple, two letters. And then Brassel is like uh, B-R-A-S-E-L. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to say it one more time, B-R-A-S-E-L. Yeah, Ty Brassel, transcendent. Stick that into YouTube. You'll get to see something that will blow your mind. So <laughs> now, talking of blow your mind, though, from uh, the album Transcendent, is there a track that maybe is a little bit a little bit more frenetic a little bit harder compared to some of the tracks we've heard so far that we could hear just a little snippet from what, what, what do you think yeah yeah absolutely i have uh i have a few actually so um probably i've i've got this new song so i've got a, a song called match the max that is actually um on a mainstream hip-hop campaign at the moment uh in the uk and france and um, it is uh, it actually it just got added to MTV Italy in heavy rotation. And uh, so super excited about that. I wasn't expecting that. And uh, so that song is definitely more uh, it's, it's a hard song. It's for the for the younger people, like the youth that, that kind of, I guess kind of music they are rocking out to. But uh, yeah, it would be cool to play a sample from that. I got the antidote, I got the remedy. Me and my brothers, we solid. Do anything bad with the bounce. We rolling in symmetry, light up the city. They like my divinity. Angels with me, they surround my vicinity. Stay with the vibe, I don't do negativity. Shining from Mississippi or the Tennessee. Came from the shop, but you know where we finna be. Up. I'm going mad. I ain't got no ceilings, broke all the glass. I got that feeling, ain't no going back. Been moving so fast, I can't make it last. Been speeding too fast, I hope I don't crash. I'm going too crazy, I'm mad to the max. I'm dodging the cameras, I ran when they flash. My head in the heavens, my foot on the gas. Yeah, we started away, they copied the splash. My team on my back, LeBron with the calves. I stay to the plan, I stuck to the map. I paid all my dues and then I pay tax. I'm back in the mix, I stay to the plan, I stuck to the script. I just crossed the waters, they burned down the bridge. I got on my goal, let the blessing commit. Oh, wow, well, that, that is a cool bit of music for sure. I'll tell you what, the younger generation, the younger generation are going to absolutely love that. And the fact that you can bring lyrics, which actually bring goodness and truth and light to a generation who listen to some of the music that just really is horrid. Some of the lyrics in today's music, absolutely awful to listen to. So, um, uh, so you're countercultural because you've got a sound that the fact that it's being played on MTV that's amazing and credit to you well done Ty hey, I appreciate it's great that. that you're out there shining the light you got to shine the light and you're doing yes. it so that's absolutely fantastic news so guys at home you, you know what if you're if you're a praying sort of person be praying for Ty Brassel for his music to really impact people's hearts wouldn't it be great if there was a story in the BBC news or whichever news outlet you have in your country uh, and it says 
there was a guy just listening to MTV and suddenly God spoke to him because of a track that was singing out about God's love. So, okay. Um, brilliant. Thanks, Ty. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really chuffed for you. That's absolutely great. Okay. So, so the album's out. You've got all these different bits and pieces happening right now. What do you think that God has for you in 2023? I hope it's just, um, bigger and better things. You know, I, I think we go from glory to glory and I, I'm just expecting great things. I'm expecting God to move, not just in my life, but the people around me. And, uh, you know, I definitely, I know, I believe actually, um, this isn't confirmed yet. That's why I haven't brought it up, but I do believe I'm coming to the UK, uh, in February. Yeah, still waiting to get confirmation on that. So I don't want to make it too official, but I definitely uh, am hoping to do some more traveling this year and see more of the world and learn from people, get new experiences. And uh, so that that's definitely, uh, you know, whatever guy has for me this year, I'm ready for it and I'm excited. That's cool. So if you're coming to the UK, are you going to be doing any shows or are you going to be just recording over here or what's the plan? So uh, we are going to do some recording. We're trying to do uh, a press run for Mad to the Max um, and and just in general. And, you know, so I would love to reconnect in person. Of course, uh, we I'll have uh, Stacy keep you updated on all that. But it's uh, yeah, I'm, I've, I've never been, you know, I have been to Amsterdam a couple of times, but never been in the UK. And uh, so I'm very excited for the opportunity. I, I hope it works out. Awesome. I don't want to say it has to become your favorite country, but if it does, that is a nice thing, really. So <laughs> anyway, have a great time when you get here. I hope that all works out. So, okay. Absolutely. Chasing after God, bigger and better things. Um, you know, music-wise, that's fantastic news. Fantastic for us listeners. But what do you think God is wanting to stretch you in he's always wanting to work on us as people what are the areas of your yeah. life that you think yeah you know what this is the thing that god's really wanting to just mold me a bit in <laughs> i definitely uh, you know i feel like uh the more that i grow in humility and wisdom the stronger i'll be uh as a man uh in this world as somebody who is uh, not of this world, but is still trying to make an impact on this world. I think the more I can grow in humility and wisdom and understanding, um, you know, I think that um, personally, I've seen a lot of uh, growth in, in myself. I think my friends would say the same thing over the last couple of years, you know, um, through hardship. I think I've learned so much and about myself and I've healed from a lot of things from my past. I hope, I believe I have, uh, but I think definitely continuing to find healing um, and be able to um, stay uh, patient and stay calm in, 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 in moments of adversity. I think uh, being responsible financially and learning how to be wise with my money and, and yeah, just all things growth, you know, I'm definitely trying to just yeah don't just grow in all areas this year that's you know that's the goal keep on pressing in absolutely okay and with regards to the bible is there a bible story that is like your favorite story my favorite story uh well i really i really like i, I love paul you know i'm a big i'm a big paul guy i just i love his you know especially you know the way his transformation and um the things he went through you know there's that verse where he talks about you know i've been 
beaten and shipwrecked and, 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 and I've been, um, you know, uh, made fun of and flogged and, you know, all these things. Uh, but he still has this, uh, this strong passion, um, even in jail as he's writing out to people, uh, to his, you know, um, he's trying to communicate that no matter what I've been through, I still have this glorious hope. Uh, I have this hope for the future. I have hope for you. And, um, that that may not be the prettiest answer, but I've always really related to Paul's uh, ability to persevere and his excitement uh, for the things of God, despite everything that he's been through. And I love that, you know, we have this guy who was a who was a, a, a criminal who was um, um, really operating in evil in some areas under the guise of righteousness and who. God still saw him fit to love him, uh, to call him. And the person that he became, the impact that he had on the world to this day, uh, beyond his years, like, I'm just really inspired by Paul. <laughs> he's, he, he's written some cracking bits of the Bible, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> so is, right. have, you got a, have you got a favorite book that he wrote? Uh, I always go back and forth to Philippians. It's like, uh, if, if I don't know what to read, I just go to Philippians because it's so, so calming to me. Uh, and, and, you know, I like, I guess I like, uh, all of his letters, um, to the churches. Uh, but for some reason, you know, Philippians, you know, you got 413 and really, you know, the, the, the concept for transcendent kind of comes out of Philippians, you know, I know how to be abased. I know how to be abound. I've learned in all things, um, you know, through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I can do anything. I can do all things um, with this power. And so being able to have nothing but still be content uh, or being able to have everything and still be humble, you know, that that's kind of the concept of my new album and uh, pretty much plagiarized it straight from Paul. So <laughs> <laughs> he was your inspiration. I like yeah. it. That's cool. <laughs> Definitely. This is the artist interview with Gordon T. I'm wondering, um, it, we all make mistakes. Uh, Christians, if any Christian tells you they don't make mistakes, they're a liar. We all, we all slip up. So I'm interested to know, is there something that since, since you started doing Christian music, has there been something where you feel, ah, I made the wrong choice, but God helped put it right every day uh, yes <laughs> that's probably true every day he every puts day, everything uh, right yes i i've had i've had a lot of ups and downs in my walk you know i i definitely will not lie i'm about 11 years into my walk and um some some seasons are better than others uh, but all seasons add up and have the culmination of it all has made me who i am and it's made me greater uh you know I definitely, I, I definitely, and I've had, I've had many bouts with uh, depression since I became a believer, um, uh, especially around 2016, 2017, 2018. Um, those are really tough years for me. And I, I, I I'm not going to say I, I would have given up on my faith, but I almost gave up on myself, you know, just not believing in myself and, not having a proper understanding of loving myself and why I should love myself. And, but I, I think that 
looking back in, in hindsight on all the mistakes I've made and all the, um, you know, ex- uh, kind of rough experiences I've had, I see how it's all added up to, to make me the greatest man that I am the now, you know, and having been through this stuff, I think that's what gave me the strength to be able to take on the things now that I'm taking on. And so, uh, I really do believe that God works all things together and, uh, for our good and that, you know, like what the enemy meant for evil, he does have a way of weaving it together and turning it into uh, a positive thing and, and bringing good out of it. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. God can turn it around. And you mentioned in there about loving yourself. And I wonder if some people went, oh, no, we shouldn't love ourselves. We should love other people. The Bible's so clear, isn't it? We've got to love other people as we love ourselves. And actually, as yeah. we find out how much God loves us, how much he values us, we find out actually, yeah. oh, we can love ourselves. So maybe you're listening at home and you're struggling with depression. Maybe you're listening and you think, oh, I'm not worth it. God would love other people more than me because they do all the right things and I keep messing up. Just want to say what Ty was just saying there is so important. God's love is amazing for you and he wants to take you through a process so you can see how wonderful he thinks you are. He's never stopped looking upon you and loving you. So actually, whatever situation you're in, God can turn that around. And it doesn't mean you'll instantaneously all be roses. Uh, Ty talks there about his battle with uh, with depression and things being hard, but he didn't give up on his faith. And uh, I just want to encourage you, if you're listening at home, you're going, it's tough. You don't understand, Gordon. You're right. I don't understand what you're going through. But I do know that God does understand and is always there for you. Ty, thanks for opening up that part yeah. of the conversation. You know, it's so important yeah. to be a hope yeah. giver. And you've you've just done that for people, just given well, hey, and I want to I want to add on to that too. Just I, I think that's very important, you know, and I think that was hard for me to understand for so long. Uh, but to the to the same person, I just want to say that you you do you deserve to exist. Um and and um y- you know, because God because God says so, you know, He made you special uniquely. There's there's um, no other person in the world that has the combination of unique features uh, and designs that you have as a person. Um, you know, God really cares about you and he shows that in the way that he crafted you, especially. And you, you, you deserve to exist and you deserve to be loved and you are loved. Um, and, and, and I believe that you can only love other people once you know um, why they deserve to be loved and why you deserve to be loved. And it's because, because uh, not because of anything that we do or can do, but just because it is, because God says so, because God said that you are worthy of love and that he loves you uh, before you've ever accomplished anything, before, um, even before, uh, after all of your sins, while we were yet sinners, you know, Christ loved us and gave his life for us in, in this unconditional love that we don't usually experience from people um uh he really is extending it to us in a way that we don't even know how to accept because it's so uh counter uh natural to what we're used to but it really is uh it's like a a a parent who loves their child no matter what but even on a deeper level and that's the type of love that god feels for you you know so i i want to add that on there i couldn't agree more so do you have a word of advice for people who might be in that in that dark place, that period of struggle? What action should they take at this moment? If they just listen to us going, yeah, okay, God's speaking to me. What do they need to do now? Um, believe it. 
yeah. <laughs> really, I mean, believe it because it's true, you know, and, and it's easy to just hear it, but to to believe it, to to actually say, you know what, like, I am cool. Like, I I, 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 I am dope. I, God does love me. Like, I, 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 I deserve to love myself. Like, no matter what I've done or the mistakes I've made or the people I've hurt, um, I'm still worthy of love, you know? And uh, I think that sometimes we don't feel like we're worthy of love anymore because of certain things we've done. But, um, the, you know, even in the Bible, after a period of lament, and repentance there's always restoration you know there's 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 never every broken situation is an opportunity for god to restore the situation with his love and i believe he's eager to do so yeah. um so yeah i believe that to be true because it is true amen that's cool in fact actually one other tip for you at home is reach out to a Christian, to reach out to someone and say, look, I just need you to help me. Just pray for this situation. Trust someone who can actually uh, speak into the situation uh, and pray for you as well. That would be a, a good next step as well. Thanks, Ty. Yeah. Okay, so Absolutely. people are, people are probably listening, thinking, ah, oh, I'm going to see that video. That would be good, the one on YouTube. Just search up Ty Brassel, Transcendent. Uh, but also they might want to follow you on, on social or find your website. Where do people go? Uh, yeah, tybrazzle.com. And, you know, of course, if you Google me, I'm sure you can find all my different things and whatnot. But yeah, uh, pretty much everything is consolidated within tybrazzle.com. Easy to go to, okay, tybrazzle.com. And I assume you're, you're on Instagram. It's at ty, I think there's an under, at ty underscore brazzle. But if you type in tybrazzle, I, I believe it pops up. That's it. That's cool. I'm going to find out because you're younger than me. Okay. You're on Instagram. Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Okay. Okay, I'm cooler than you because I'm not on Twitter. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, I so see. I, 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 are you are you on Facebook? Uh, I, I'm on I'm on all the platforms. I don't get on them as much anymore because it's so much to keep up with. It. It's a little overwhelming. It's a little crazy. So I don't get on as much, but I do get on and post and try to interact with my community as much as possible. Do you, do you have little shuffle dances on TikTok? Um. <laughs> well, I I uh, no. No, I don't. No, 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 neither do I. And I'm not. I've, I'm not on TikTok. I must. Oh, I see. And although I'm on Instagram, I'm sorry. There's only two posts on there which were done by the station. <laughs> so, um, so, so yes, yes. you're doing better than me, my friend. It can take up the whole life uh, of every day social media. Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm personally trying to avoid it a fair amount. Yeah. But it is useful to connect with people. So, Same. so people can connect with you on on Instagram, and, yes. and that that I guess would be good. Okay, that's great. So we've got one more track uh, to play from you, and it's called "God Is the Best." Tell us about this track, sir. Man, I love this song. This was the first single from the Transcendent album. It features my friend, 1K Few, and uh, who's an amazing artist. And um, after coming through a hard time, I just wanted to put some positive energy into the world. And, and you know, it's, it says, you know, everything is going to be all right. You know, and it, to God, I said, like, you're the greatest of all time. You won't let me down. All right. You know, and, and I really believe that, like, he's always going to come through for us. Even when we don't see it, we don't understand it. He'll come through and things will work out and make sense one day. Wow. Ty Brussels, it's been an absolute honor to have you on the Artist Interview. Thank you so much for your time. God bless you, sir. Thank you. We'll be praying for you. This is your track. 
God is the best. God is the best. Yeah. Blessings raining down on me. Mama say she proud of me. But they count, they counting me. Look up to the sky, you know what I mean? I declare her angels sing. When it feel like this, I'ma go get mine. I ain't gonna be wasting no more time. Living like this, I had to make sacrifice. Everything I've been through, all these all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything gon' be alright, yeah, alright. You're the greatest of all time. And that was God is the Best by Ty Brassel. And thanks so very much, Ty, for joining us on the artist interview this week. Man, you've got a story that's worth listening to and some fantastic music as well. And there are many other interviews with great stories and great music that you can listen to as well at home. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search up The Artist Interview. I'm your host, Gordon T. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. God bless you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Artist Interview, a Hope FM podcast. Find us at hopefm.com forward slash The Artist Interview.